is your host and love coach Nikki Lee. Today we're going to tackle a topic I haven't talked about in a while, but it is a very fun, juicy topic that I think you're going to enjoy. We're going to talk about sacred sexuality. And let me tell you, I actually I actually found this guest because of an ebook giveaway that I was part of, well, that I I found and I was looking through, and there was all these free gifts that I was looking at, and I was going through and finding some some neat neat freebies and different things I was looking at, and all of a sudden, I found one, and it was called, y'all are going to like this, Light Your Sexual Fire, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to get that one, and so then I said, you know, I bet you that the person that wrote this does the same kind of stuff that I do, and I bet you if I got in touch with her, she'd come on the show. And sure enough, I sent her an email, and I asked her, and she came on the show. So she's with me today, and her name is Courtney Long. <laughs> Courtney, it's great to have you with me. Thank you so much, Nikki. I'm so happy to be here and so happy that you reached out to me. You know, I did. I looked at that, and I said, Light Your Sexual Fire, what a title. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, I, I just, I have a feeling that she does the kind of work that I do, and I bet you she's got really cool stuff to talk about, and I bet you she'll come on the show. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so I just, excited I, to be here. I had I had to reach out. I had to see if you do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's say what. Let me let me tell the listeners a little bit more about you. We we got lots of cool stuff to talk about. So, Courtney Long is the creator of Mariposa Sacred Sexuality. She's an international speaker, author, and master's level social worker who has been inspiring clients for over twenty years. Through her her Mariposa Sacred Sexuality teachings, Courtney empowers women and men to get turned on and create their most joyful, love-filled, abundant lives with the magic of their sexual energy. She's living proof that sexuality matters. After discovering Mariposa's Sacred Sexuality, she manifested the romantic relationship of her dreams, overcame serious sex health issues, transform lifelong body image issues into body confidence, and created a thriving business she loves. So, listeners, are you ready to create the love and connection you secretly crave, and are you ready to light your sexual fire and be turned on for life? Now, you know, who would say no to that? Seriously. 
I, I just I read that and I'm like, who's gonna say no? <laughs> and if you're gonna say no, why are you listening to this? <laughs> but don't turn it off. Don't turn it off because you're really gonna want to hear what we have to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm just gonna say. And I, and I think Courtney will agree with me that we're we're going to let the listeners have a copy of this at the end of the show, right? Yes, absolutely. Everybody okay. can have a free copy of this beautiful ebook. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I I thought we were, and and I I I have the the link, y'all. So trust me, you're going to get a copy. It's <laughs> <So. laughs> very juicy, right? <laughs> It's it is. It is. <laughs> lots of fun. We're we're gonna give you lots of good stuff during the show too. So don't don't go anywhere. Put the kids to bed real quick, but don't go anywhere. Okay. Because <laughs> I need, the kids aren't old enough for this. Okay. Now, <laughs> what? Let's start off. What is sacred sexuality, Courtney? Let's start there. Yeah. Great. Great place to start. Sacred sexuality is honoring that our sexuality is beautiful and amazing and sacred. So there's, there's kind of two different ways to look at it. One way to look at it is our sexuality is sacred. It always was, always has been. But most of us didn't know that because we grew up in a culture that taught us that somehow our sexuality is bad or wrong or dirty or things like this. So it's just looking at it and saying, actually, our sexuality is normal and natural, and it's an important part of who we are. So that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at sacred sexuality is that it's about being purposeful and intentional with our sexuality. So it's like utilizing our sexual energy, and I'll explain in a minute what our sexual energy is, but it's utilizing our sexual energy for a higher purpose. So, of course, you know, we can go into the bedroom with our lover and we can have great sex and it can feel fantastic, or we could go into the bedroom with our lover with an intention that we are going to connect with them at a heart level and a soul level. And we're going to just have this amazing experience of connection. That would make sex sacred. Or we could go into a lovemaking session with an intention to improve our health or an intention to call in the perfect career for us. So it's, there's infinite possibilities, but the idea is that, you know, our sexual energy is our life force energy. It's our vitality. And, and the way I say it is it's like our sexual energy really is our soul's essence flowing through the physical body which is, is really an interesting way to look at it. Like if you think, you know, not only is your sexuality not bad, but it's actually so good and so pure that your sexual energy is your soul flowing through your physical body. And, and so it's just this whole idea of, wow, 
if this is so beautiful and it's it's really our our life force energy, it's our creativity, well, what can we create with our sexual energy? We certainly can create a child, right? You can have sex <laughs> and make a baby. <laughs> true, true. You can also, right? you can also create love and you can create joy and you can create greater health and you can create um, like new opportunities for your life. You can manifest a new home, like all kinds of beautiful things. Um, but it, it all starts with just really honoring that, that our sexuality is something very beautiful and very pure and something that is it's almost like in a way mysterious. You know, it's this, this incredible energy that we feel when we make love and, and it's, it feels so good and, and there's something more to it than just feeling good. True, true. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I posted on my wall that your life energy and your sexual energy is the same thing. And, you know, anytime I do that, it confuses people. And really? I, I remember, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I know the, the last time I did a show about this, that confused people. And I, I like posting that because it gets comments going. And it, it yeah. like I said, it, it, it confuses people. But, you know, mm-hmm. it it's interesting because you can tell, you can tell people that are, how do I say this? You can tell people that are sexually satisfied because they just, they have a certain look about them, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, they've got more, yeah, they've got a glow, they've got more confidence, you know, and and people that, that feel, feel good about their about their sexuality and about themselves and their confidence and that kind of thing. They just have a certain yes. air about them. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yes. And it's it's not like an in your face kind of thing. You know, it's it's not it's not like you have to I I'm not saying it's it's like You know, some people dress a certain way and they look kind of sleazy. It's not that sort of thing. It's it's not that at all. It's it's more a confidence and a certain. Yeah. No, it's it's more confidence. It really is. It it really is absolutely. And I, you know, it's interesting. I can't even tell you how many times this has happened where. Like my my lovely partner and I will have a beautiful love making session, and then then afterward we go out to eat, and and someone walked up to me one time and just said, "Wow, I, I really love your outfit," you know. And, and another time this happened, and someone came up to me and said, "Wow, you're beautiful," which was so nice. I was very honored, and I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I don't think this is about my outfit. I don't think this is about me, you know, them thinking I'm beautiful. I think they're picking up on something. You know, I, we just right. have amazing lovemaking, and I think they can sense something. You know, they can feel it even if they don't know. 
but all their minds know is, oh, I, I like her outfit, or oh, she's pretty. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 there's, <laughs> there's something deeper going on. <laughs> right, like I said, it's, yeah. it's just a certain... Well, and, and people pick up on that that feeling and that confidence and and you you exude a certain a certain air about you you know and yes. and it's, it's more open more more friendly more it, it's it's all those sorts of things and you know it when you see it you know yes. when you see it and you feel it when you're around people and you may not know what it is but you know it when you see it in people you know yeah and like I said, it's yeah. it's not it's not when you see people and and they've got that that sleazy look about them. That's not what I'm talking about. It's a whole different sort of thing. Because you, you know how certain people just kind of have that that like put their sexuality in your face kind of. That's not what I'm talking about. That's right. not what I'm talking about at all. But yeah, yeah. Because I I don't I don't want people to to I don't want their minds to go to that. That's not what I'm talking about. It's something totally different. Right, you could be wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt and be incredibly sexy because of being confident, right? Because right. that, that confidence is what is sexy. It's not it's not a certain yeah. look or not a certain way of dressing. And, yeah, I agree yeah. with you, Nikki. And I, I think, yeah, I just think it's, sex is such a confusing topic in our society because we either see it in our face, like people maybe dressing sleazy, or we see a lot of sex in media, you know, since sex sells. It's either, like, our society is hypersexualized and it's in our face right. in this strange way, or it's completely repressed where it's like not talked about, not spoken of, and it's hidden. And it's like, well, right. where is that healthy, happy medium where we can talk about sex? Like just like you do on these beautiful shows, you know, it's like where we can talk about it as though it's normal and natural. And it's just, it's just an everyday part of life that, that it's the more that we embrace that and we feel comfortable in our bodies, and comfortable in our sexuality, then yeah, like you're saying, it's like we exude this confidence, and then that confidence impacts how we show up at work, and how we show up with our families, yeah, and how we show up in our relationship, and, and every aspect of life, so that's what I think is so cool, it's like this is not just about sex, and what we're talking about today, it's really about for each of us to feel empowered in who we really are, and, and right. have that confidence exuding from us and then live our most joyful, passionate lives where we're making a difference in the world and we're having a lot of fun doing that. You know, it was it was funny. I was recording a show one day and it was it was one of those really, really good um empowering kind of I don't even remember the topic right now but it was it was a really great show about empowering women and I felt great about the topic and and I had to go to a um uh chemo session I mean not a chemo yeah a chemo session afterwards which I mean okay you don't dress up for a chemo session you just don't right <laughs> my my hair looked like crap I was in sweats and a t-shirt you know so I mean you know I, I looked bad I really did but I felt great after recording the show and getting it all done, you know, and I walked in and they said, you look really great. I'm sitting there going, you need glasses, you know, but <laughs> it felt great from the show, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, just let's, let's get this done, you know, but, but like I said, and, and I was talking to him about the show I just recorded and that kind of thing. So it was, uh -huh. it was, 
it was the leftover energy from the show and talking about that because I felt so good about it. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, okay, you, you still need glasses. But whatever, you know. But it, it, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. You know, it, it's the energy from feeling so good about what was, you know, what I was doing and what I was sharing and that kind of stuff. Because it certainly was not the outfit. Trust me on that one. Oh, my gosh. Well, mm. you're beautiful. So even in sweatpants, you're still beautiful. <laughs> but I know I know what you're saying, though. It's like it was the energy yeah. from the show. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, it was that was just, like I said, you, you don't dress up for chemo. Trust me. But, you know, yeah. it's just... I just thought that was that was a neat example of yeah right you know whatever. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. like you know what makes me think of is like this openness. It's like when we're when we're right. comfortable in our own skin and comfortable in our sexuality. It's it's like we're we're open. We have an open heart, an open mind. And it's, yes, it's it's like an openness to life because life is yes. an adventure. And I feel like so many people walk around afraid you right. know i think most of us were taught just how to be afraid of life and afraid of everything afraid of the economy afraid of our health afraid of oh so many problems that could happen but it's like well what if we approach life with with this thrill of adventure and this openness and hunger to dive in to the adventure yes. and, and it's like that's what it takes to light our sexual fire it's like leaning into life yes well, I was I was talking about you know I, there was there was a whole lot of negativity in my life for a long time, and and I finally literally cut all of that out, and and you know got got rid of all of those negative influences, and it was it was like this huge weight was lifted off, you know, and it was amazing the difference getting all of that out. You know, and and just it it was it was like getting rid of a weight, and so many things opened up for me. You know, and and it was the the judgment was I finally got rid of all the judgment that I was I was heaping on myself and judgment other people were heaping on, and then I was able to actually discover this a couple weeks ago, um, and then able to to be curious about so many things. You know. And it's amazing when you can eliminate the judgment and move to curiosity. And and like I said, we just covered yes. this a couple of weeks ago. It's amazing the difference that makes in life. Oh wow. <laughs> you know. Yes. Wow. Fantastic what that'll do for you. Yeah, that's cool. That's so inspiring. Even just to realize that that we have a choice to let go of all that negativity. I mean, I just find it really yes. inspiring how you did that. Yeah, it is like I said. It, it just because I asked, I asked my guest a couple weeks ago what, how he would compare judgment and curiosity for me, and wow, that led to some incredible, incredible stuff that I hadn't wow. looked at it that way before. But fantastic conversation. But nice, very neat, very neat conversation. Tell us what is Mariposa sacred sexuality, and that is not as easy to say as you might think. <laughs> that's true it's not easy to say <laughs> so mariposa sacred sexuality is this 
special form of sacred sexuality that I created over time from basically my own personal study of different forms of sacred sexuality and then my 20 years of supporting clients and teaching and then also from a lot of intuitive guidance. So it's a, like this whole beautiful set of teachings. And the, the whole idea is that uh, mariposa is the Spanish word for butterfly. And okay. butterflies, yeah, so butterflies, they represent transformation because right. of the whole journey, right, from the caterpillar to the chrysalis into the beautiful butterfly. And butterflies also represent beauty and freedom. And so the whole idea is that our sexuality is about more than sex, even though sex is important. But it's like when we're fully lighting our sexual fire, that creates transformation in our lives. It's like we get to transform into our most magical, joyful version of ourselves, and we get to be who we were really born to be. And, and a lot of people don't realize that our sexual energy is, is such an important part of who we are. And you know, I know a lot of people who will – who will say, well, I don't have time for sex, I've got kids, or, you know, or right, I'm working right. too much, I don't have time for that. And, yeah, and so the whole idea is, wait a minute, we've got to go back to basics. And when we go back to basics, that involves getting so in, in touch with our own sexuality, even if we don't have a partner, right, because we, we can move our sexual energy, we can practice sacred sexuality on our own, solo, through our own masturbation, our own self-pleasure time. And so the, the whole idea of like Mariposa's sacred sexuality is it's about you getting to be your most magical, joyful self with the magic of your sexual energy and really transforming into who you're meant to be and transforming your life into like the, the most joyful, passionate life that you can possibly have. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't know there was a, se- a secret meaning to mariposa. See, that's very yes. good. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. And what, what I find really interesting about it too is, I when I was like 15 years old, I was just really for some reason obsessed with that word mariposa. I don't know why. And I always loved butterflies, and I was studying Spanish at the time. But that word always really stood out to me. And so it's just interesting that that later on when I when I created this. This, you know, call, I called it mariposa, and it's like it just had meaning to me for many, many years. And now, now I know why. <laughs> Very good. See yeah. there? Interesting. Seeing about 15 is when I came up with Nikki Lee. So, see, we, we, we all go back to our roots here, huh? Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was yeah. magical the first time I got to sign that on a contract. <laughs> wow. Interesting. So, okay. Now, we, we talked about lighting our sexual fire. So, how do we know if our sexual fire is burning brightly? Oh, yeah, I love we, that question. We would want it to... I mean, it, it sounds awesome. So how mm-hmm. do we know if it is? Yes, great, great question. One way to know if it's burning brightly is if you feel turned on for life. 
So, of course, we can be turned on sexually, right, when we are ready to make love and we're feeling that <laughs> sexual desire building in us. So it's, it's right. taking that same feeling and translating it to life. It's like, do you feel turned on for life? And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be filled with sexual desire for life, but it's this feeling of, like, you are so excited for life and full of vitality. And I, I keep mentioning the word joy in our conversation. That just keeps coming up right now is like, are, do you feel overflowing with joy in your life? And and I don't know about you, Nikki, but like for me, a big part of my story in the past was I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty happy person. Like that's my personality. I'm happy. But there was a big time in my life when I was smiling on the outside, but not on the inside, you know, where right. like I, I seemed happy, but really inside I, I wasn't very happy and I wasn't fulfilled and I felt sad and lonely and and stressed and all kinds of things and 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 anyway so so like to think about is your sexual fire lit and burning brightly a good way to know is is are you joyful and in in general like do you really feel fulfilled from deep within that sense of life is beautiful and and yeah, we've all got challenges. I'm not talking about like joyful where you don't have problems. <laughs> We're going to always have problems and challenges. Oh, right. is, that a, is there such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't think. Yeah. I think we're not alive if we're if we're not having problems or challenges. Then yeah, we're probably not really living. But anyway, so it's this feeling of well, you can handle the problems with joy, and you can right. like get through your day, and you still can feel energized at the end of the day. And when your sexual fire is burning brightly, really that means your life force energy is turned on, and it's it's almost like. Uh, it doesn't have to be at full blast, but it's turned on, meaning it's it's energizing you, and you're you're feeling energized as you move through the day. And when you come home from work, or if you're working from home, you know you get done with work, you feel good. You feel like like you can um, you've got more energy in you to do more, or to spend time with your partner or your kids, or on your own self care. So just thinking, like, do you feel energized each day, and do you end the day feeling? pretty energized even though you're ready for bed but that feeling of like total fulfillment is a part of it too and feeling like you're you're totally creative so do you feel creative as though any moment you might need a creative idea and you've got it right there at your fingertips that's a, another yeah. way to know if your sexual fire is burning brightly since it's our creative life force energy that when our sexual fire is burning brightly we've got all this creativity flowing through us and and that's exciting yeah, yeah. true yeah 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 and then of course i mean a simple way to look at it is like do you feel fulfilled sexually that's, that's a good way to, to know if you that's if good sexual fire is burning brightly yeah do you feel fulfilled sexually, um, whether you're single or if you're in relationship? And, and it, there's different frequencies for all of us of what our bodies thrive at, like how often our bodies want to have sex. And, and for some people, that's once a week. For some people, it's every day. <laughs> and so it's, like, there's no particular number of times a week that you need to be having sex in order to have your sexual fire burning brightly. But it's just a sense of like, are you regularly expressing 
your sexuality through making love to your partner or if you're single through your own self-pleasure? Like are you expressing your sexuality and feeling satisfied and rejuvenated because of that? Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I noticed too that that when you're going through various health issues too, that can vary drastically. Because I know when, like, going through cancer, going through, like, heart surgery and kind of things, it, mm-hmm. it's amazing how <clears throat> how different you can feel from oh, yeah. how you do normally, you know. Because, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the body is going through so much, you know, and... Yeah. and you know what what you need and how you need it and all that kind of thing can can vary greatly and like i said what just what you need to feel complete and satisfied and that kind of thing just is is so different well and even yeah. what you're going through can make a difference <clears throat> yeah oh my gosh it's so true and and it's so interesting that you brought that up because also there's so many health benefits to making love. And that's, that's actually yeah. just literally to regular sex, let alone if you take right. your sex and make it sacred, right, and then add that right. extra layer of love and joy to it. But, um, but just, just regular sex itself has all these health benefits of boosting our immune system yeah. and decreasing anxiety and decreasing stress and has some long-term preventative health benefits too. It's like, it's really interesting. And, and I went through, I went through a health struggle for five years and it was a lot of autoimmune kind of things and nothing that the doctors could ever pinpoint. You know, I never got like this big important diagnosis, but I was miserable for five years and I didn't have my normal energy. But I always thought it was interesting because what when I would either self-pleasure or make love to my partner, I felt so much better and so much better. No matter how tired I was, I was like, I know I've got to do this. I know I've got to move my sexual energy because I know it's going to help improve my health. And it did, and it had like a huge impact on me uh, overall feeling better and better to the point that I was able to to gain my health back and feel like myself again because I I relate to what you said. It's like when I didn't feel well, I just I didn't feel like myself. It was a very strange time. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I got an idea while I was going through um, chemo and radiation. I got an idea for for a program I'd love to do for people um, going through cancer and recovering, and even even just for getting back to being closer and feeling more connected with themselves. Because I I felt oh, wow. literally disconnected from myself at one wow. point, and and yes. like I, I wasn't even connected to my own body, which was really bizarre. And then, you know, getting getting reconnected with yourself and then re- getting reconnected with your partner. Because I, I, it, was, it was just a really bizarre feeling and uh, oh something I, I yeah. love to work on putting together. Yeah. I might, talk, I might talk to you about that. Yeah, I'd love to talk with you about it for sure. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you brought that up because I feel like that makes sense. Like when you're going through the cancer treatment and, and, and just the whole journey of not feeling well, it's like your life force energy is was probably pretty low at that time, I'm guessing. And yeah. and I think 
it's like you experienced it sounds like a very very poignant like very um obvious experience of that but it's like i think so many people walk around in life feeling disconnected from themselves and not even knowing it right and right. that's part of why why i'm so lit up by the the whole topic of sexuality because when we get comfortable with our sexuality we get comfortable with our bodies and that means we actually get to feel more connected to ourselves than we've ever felt in our life and 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 when we're connected to ourselves that's when we get to thrive like like that's when our health improves and that's when we have a more positive outlook on life <laughs> and that's when we right. maybe want to make love to our partner and it's like it's it's for the people who maybe are listening who have a partner who don't necessarily feel like making love to their partner. It's, it's probably not about your partner. It's, it's, you know, maybe take a look within and be like, are you feeling turned on and lit up? And are you feeling confident and, and passionate within yourself? And it's like, if you are, then you'll probably feel like making love to your partner. <laughs> True. Well, you know, I hadn't thought about it, but that's interesting about, that's a couple of interesting points. You know, and, and, huh, I have to think about that. But, you know, and, uh, yeah, then, uh, actually, there's like five things you said so that just triggered other thoughts that are going off in other directions. But, <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> but, um, well, and it's, it's, it's funny, one of, one of the instructions when I, when I finished the, the last, I had to do like high dose radiation. With my my very last uh, radiation that I went through, my very, very last treatments, and one of the, one of the instructions was was to um, uh, have sex three times a week. I'm like, man, I know people that would just have a fit if they got those kind of instructions. Some some would be really <laughs> happy, and some would be very upset. But <laughs> you know. but wow, that's cool. You got those instructions. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> so, wow. Oh, that's funny. But um, <clears throat> fascinating. You had, had to wait a week after the last treatment, and then, then that was the instruction. But, wow. Um, but, you know, it's it's interesting, though, the people. I mean, I was I was very in tune with it just because of, of you know, all the training and, and being more in tune with my body. But imagine the people that, aren't as in tune with their body and may never realize even without the health issues that they're disconnected with from their body you know that that are going through just everyday life and not realize they aren't yeah connected with their body and so the same thing i'm thinking about for cancer patients could be very beneficial for other people too. And we need to talk about yeah. that after this. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Good, good oh, absolutely. Point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I actually I had a navigator that actually was was there to kind of work with me and, and help me to kind of get through the treatment and and any questions I had, she was there to help me with it and that kind of thing. And I ran the idea past her, and she just loved it. Absolutely loved it. She, I, I think it's fantastic, and there's all kinds of of people going through, you know, the treatments that could benefit from it. So, yeah, I will be back in touch. <laughs> so. Nice. I love it. When if you think about it, I think 
so many of us are used to using our minds and leading our lives from our minds. And, and right. now that we have, we're in the age of information and many of us have our cell phones in our hands a lot of the day or we're at our computers or laptops or tablets or whatever. And I feel like there's just such a focus right now on external information and reading things and connecting with people online. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. The, the, the key is to balance it with also connecting with ourselves and, like you said, tuning into our own body and noticing what's happening in it. And, and for a lot of people, it's like even the topic of desire is such a foreign topic because most of us, we, we do what's expected of us or, or especially, you know, for those living a more traditional life, it's like, you know, you get the job you buy the house, you find your partner, you get maybe a dog or a cat, and you're like living this life that, that society has told you is the right way to go. And then you right. might wake up one day and realize how incredibly unhappy you are. And, and right. you know, it's like, and it's, it's not like you've done anything wrong. You've done all the right things. It's just that sense of, well, what's happening inside of you? What's your soul guiding you to? And what is your body needing Right, and it's like we we have desires, and those right. desires are important to listen to. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and I I really believe like our desires, even our sexual desires, that our desires are something greater, calling us to the path of our purpose. So it's like our desires are almost like these whispers from our soul that are saying, "Hey." Listen, listen to this desire, whether it's a desire for a vacation or whether it's a desire for making love or whether it's a desire for food or nourishment. It's like our soul speaks to us through these desires. And when we listen to our desires, then and we, we honor them, then that is part of the way that we, first of all, light our sexual fire. It's also just part of the way that we wake up from this dream of life that we thought it had to be and when we get to really create life on our own terms and, and that creates like true fulfillment. A whisper from our soul. I like that. Ooh. I like that very much actually. Awesome. So, so, so while we're talking about desire, why is pleasure so important? I can think of a lot of reasons, but what, what's your reason why it's so important? Yeah. <laughs> well, my reason why pleasure is so important is pleasure lights us up. When we experience pleasure, whether it's like, you know, the touch of a hand or the pleasure of a delicious ice cream sundae or, or sexual pleasure, just that sense of pleasure, it really lights us up and it energizes us and it fills our pleasure tank. And Ooh. I call it our pleasure tank and it's like if you think that you have this tank within you that you can fill with pleasure and great experiences and wonderful sensations that so you fill up your pleasure tank and when you do that you're more energized kind of like charging your batteries and right. then right yeah and then you're healthy and happy and full of vitality and then when you're working or giving or helping others then you do it from this overflowing tank of pleasure, kind of like an overflowing cup. Oh, yeah. Especially for those of us, right, who love to give and help others, 
then we must replenish ourselves. And pleasure is one of the best ways to do that. So why do you think that so many people resist pleasure? Yeah, there's so many reasons. And one of the reasons is because we, most of us, grew up in a society that valued hard work and sacrifice right. and struggle over pleasure. And, and even just our whole work structure is, oh, you work really hard for the majority of your life, and then once you're done working really hard, then you get to retire. And, right. and it's kind of like, right, and, and for, I, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people who, like, are always busy, and, and, and this, this is myself, too. It's like we have this long to-do list that we get through <laughs> in each day, and we're like, oh, you know, if I get done with my to-do list, then I'll relax. Then I'll have pleasure. <laughs> but it's like, no, because the to-do list never ends. So there's just <laughs> never time for pleasure. <laughs> Somebody's going to throw this back in my face. I know he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so what I say is like we must make time for pleasure now, not once we retire, not once our to-do list is complete, not once we've done X, Y, or Z, but we've got to prioritize pleasure on a daily basis because it's how we keep our, our batteries charged and it's how we – light up and it's, it's like what fills us with joy and and with vitality and and pleasure can be everyday pleasure such as enjoying a great cup of coffee or tea just like simple things that we do every day but really enjoying them like savoring the flavor of the coffee or tea or paying attention while we drink it and and enjoying the tastes and the temperatures and all those things so everyday pleasure things like being outside in nature spending time with our family or friends or pets, just everyday pleasures. Then there's, there's um, sensual pleasure, which is when we enjoy our senses. Yes, I love this one. This is things like pretty <laughs> dancing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. That's cool. I, I, okay. I just, you, you distracted me when you said sensual <laughs> pleasures. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no problem. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, so, Sensual pleasure could be something like dancing, enjoying the feelings in your body when you're dancing. It could be receiving a massage or giving a massage even can be very pleasurable too. So oh, yeah. sensual pleasure is anything that is, gets us in our senses, in our bodies with those five senses of, let's see, sometimes I forget one of them, but let's see, it's sight, touch, taste, hearing, and sound. So enjoying all of those senses, and that helps us feel more alive and more full of vitality. So sensual pleasure, and then there's also sexual pleasure, which I think many of us know what that one is. It's when we feel total pleasure from making love or self-pleasuring, and that pleasure is is just, oh, it's, it's incredible. It's incredibly rejuvenating. So those are the three kinds of pleasure, everyday pleasure, sensual pleasure, and sexual pleasure, and we need all three of those constantly to be, or consistently, to be filling our <laughs> pleasure tank. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> that was a strong word. <laughs> you caught we're, that. <laughs> we're going to get more of this one. Regularly. <laughs> Consistently, constantly, yeah, either one will be fine. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Yeah. But I think a yeah. lot of us too, just even from a religious upbringing, that there's a lot of religious teachings that teach that somehow pleasure is wrong or, you know, that we're not worthy of it. And it's like, well, pleasure is so natural. And even if you think about the, the female body, the, the clitoris is it's the only organ in the body that, that it, its entire purpose is pleasure. There's, there's no exactly. functional purpose to the clitoris. So that means our bodies are designed for, to experience pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, now you have something, <laughs> not, not to, to dismiss what you just said in any way whatsoever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have something called a four-step glow system. What is that? The four-step glow system is the four steps that help you to light your sexual fire and get your orgasmic glow on <laughs> so that you can create the love and connection that you crave. And orgasmic glow is what I call what you were talking about earlier, that thing that people have when they're exuding their their confidence, like when they're comfortable in their sexuality, it's like they, they glow. They've got this orgasmic glow about them, almost like the afterglow of right. after you make love. But right, oh. it's like this, this beautiful inner glow. Yeah, so the four-step glow system helps you to get that glow. All right. Do, do you want to tell us about those steps? Yeah, sure. So glow step number, <laughs> well, well, actually, we already talked about the pre-step before the glow system, which is prioritize pleasure. So I, I say that, that prioritizing pleasure is like the foreplay before the glow system. <laughs> okay. All right. And so glow step number one is the G in glow, and the G in glow stands for two things. The first thing is grounding grounding into our bodies and the sacredness of our bodies. And it's a sense of like really being present in our bodies and, and loving our bodies, feeling confident in our bodies, and feeling like our bodies are happy, hot, and sizzling. So the sense of, you know, we're, we're each beautiful in our, own, in our own unique way, that beauty doesn't come in a specific look or shape or size beauty comes in all shapes and sizes and when we really realize that we can feel confident and feel beautiful in our bodies and 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 just feel that sense of connection to our body like we were talking about of like really noticing what's happening in your own body right and and seeing your body as sacred yeah so so that's the first part of it is just awakening the body and being present in the body and then the second part of that, that first glow step is, is the G stands for gorgeous genitals <laughs> and really honoring that our genitals are sacred and that our genitals come in all shapes and sizes and colors and, and textures and looks. But it's like each person has their own unique, beautiful, gorgeous genitals. And when we feel good about our genitals, we ultimately feel good about ourselves. Okay, so cut that. That's a little about glow step number one, and and also in the free gift that 
that the listeners will receive that the gift, the book outlines these different glow steps. So you can read more about them in there. But I'm giving you a brief overview. So glow step number two is the L in glow, and the L stands for love. And when we talk about sacred sexuality, love is an important part of that. It's like our heart is an important part, not just our genitals, but our heart and our love and, and bringing that soulfulness to sex. And, and so in the glow step two, we basically melt down and, and break down heart walls, like those times in our lives when we've experienced hurt and heartache. For many people, what happens is when we go through a breakup or when we lose a loved one or all of these moments of hurt, we start to develop this energetic wall around our heart where we start almost like blocking out love. Like, you know, oh, I've been hurt before. I don't want to be hurt again, so I'm going to build up a wall. And, and the interesting thing about these heart walls is they're often invisible, and we don't even know that they're there. And the way that I found that I had a heart wall was in a surprising way. I was, I was with my current partner, and I was starting to, like, sabotage the relationship. And I would blame him for things and kind of like easily point my finger at him and all the ways he was wrong. And, and I realized that I wasn't, I wasn't doing a good job of, of letting love in. Instead, I was finding fault only because I was scared to be vulnerable enough to be loved. True. And so I, you know, I had to really look at myself and say, oh, my gosh, this isn't about him and him being wrong. This is about me and me feeling safe enough to be loved and me feeling good enough and lovable and, and, and letting myself be loved. So I did a lot of work around breaking down this heart wall at, a, at an energetic level but also a deep subconscious level because most of us have all these old, outdated subconscious beliefs that we're walking around with that, that aren't serving us, like a belief of, oh, if I open my heart, I'll be hurt. Or like if you, depending on what you learned in childhood from your parents, it's like looking at your parents' relationship and what, what impressions you got that, oh, you know, the, like for me, my mom was often criticizing my dad. So I just kind of thought, oh, that's the way love has to be. And, you know, I've had to work really hard to break that pattern in myself to just like really honor my partner and see all of the good and beauty in him. And, and, and sometimes we develop subconscious beliefs based on just the things that happen in early childhood because most of our subconscious beliefs are formed from the time we're in our mother's womb until age seven. And so it's like if, if we perceived that our parents weren't always there for us or didn't love us, we might have made that a belief about ourselves, like somehow we're not good enough or we're not worthy of love. And, and a lot of that times that stays with us even in adult years if we haven't done anything to heal it. So these heart walls are kind of tricky because, I mean, some of my clients come and they know, you know they're like, I know I've got a heart wall. I know I've, I'm, I'm blocking love, but a lot of people just don't even know it. You know, right. we're walking around kind of blocking out love. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed that too, Nikki? Yeah, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
and the, the good news is that we can heal these heart walls. We can open our hearts and we can let love in. And it starts with us doing that deep healing and healing the past, healing past hurts. And it, and it doesn't have to be crazy painful to do this because I really believe healing can be joyful and can be um, fun. And, and it's not fun every moment by any means, but we can bring a lightness to it all. So we can heal these heart walls. And the, the important part in healing the heart walls is then to connect the heart to the sacred genitals and to get that energy flowing between those two areas so that your, your love energy can flow, your sexual energy can flow, and you can feel, feel love. Because I believe that we each have this deep reservoir of love within our bodies and that that's what self-love is. Self-love isn't about doing affirmations or it's not necessarily about self-care, but self-love is really about feeling this deep reservoir of love that is already within your body, feeling that and being aware of it and letting it flow. So glow step number two is all about the love. As you can tell, like lots of deep, deep healing, and that's what it takes to get that beautiful orgasmic glow on so you want me to keep going yep yep okay perfect okay so glow step number three is the o in glow and that stands for orgasmic the o I had glow a stands for orgasmic. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all about opening the flow of our sacred sexual energy it's about clearing the old shame that many of us have had around sex, like that we've thought somehow that it's bad or dirty or wrong. And it's about feeling good about our bodies and our sexuality and like claiming that we have a birthright to pleasure and we have a birthright to, to feel alive and empowered with our sexuality. So that's a little about glow step three. And then glow step number four is really fun. It's when we kind of bring it all together and glow step four, the W in glow, stands for wonderment. And Ooh. Wonderment, yeah, it's such a fun word. You know, it's not like a very common word. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hear it very often, but wonderment means delight or beautiful, intense joy in the sense of like when we have a sense of wonder for life, a sense of awe, and where that curiosity that you were talking about. And so in the wonderment step, this is when we allow ourselves to receive and to get into our feminine energy because for those of us who are givers, that's very masculine energy to be giving and doing and taking action. But, but it's really important to balance that with rest and relaxation and receiving and enjoying life, enjoying pleasure. So in, in that step, we really balance out the masculine and the feminine energy. And, and I find most people, regardless of gender, most people are used to being more in their masculine energy than in their feminine energy. So we, we kind of like get in touch with what is the feminine energy and, and how can that help improve our lives too. And then we also look at, like I was talking about at the beginning, how our sexual energy is creative life force energy. So in glow step number four, we actually purposefully create what we want in our lives 
with the help of our sexual energy. Very cool. I like that. All right. And and they can learn even more about all this in their free gift. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. And there's also, we were talking about, you know, how do you know if your sexual fire is burning brightly? And there is a 10-question quiz in the book, which is really fun, so that you can measure how, you know, how bright is your sexual fire burning. <laughs> awesome. So how, how can they get their gift? Now that they've stuck around, how can they get their gift? Yes, so they can go to CourtneyFayLong.com. For, and I'll spell that out, forward slash ebook. So it's Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, Faye, F-A-E, and then my last name, Long, L-O-N-G, CourtneyFayLong.com, forward slash ebook. And then you can download, just enter your name and email and download the free gift. And I definitely encourage you to listen, or I'm sorry, to listen to it, to read it. (laughs) I definitely (laughs) encourage you to read it. Because I don't know about you, but a lot of times I'll download things and I'll be like, oh, I'll I'll look at that later. And then the later never comes. It ends up in a pile and I I notice it five years later. So I really encourage the (laughs) listeners to download it. Ideally, if you can print it out, print it out, and then make time to read it. Literally, like in the next couple of days, make time to read it. You'll you'll enjoy it, and I know you'll get a lot out of it. People tell me all the time that they they had a lot of insights and ahas when they read it. So I, I think it's I think it's very valuable, and I think you'll enjoy it. Always nice when people have aha moments when they read your stuff, isn't it? Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people do that. Or when they read a sales page, you know, and, and, and it gets to the end and they, and they, like, get it. I love when that happens. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love I just I, I had a woman actually track me down and found my phone number and she called me one day and for my, mm-hmm. my little bit of Respect Yourself program, and she, like, got it. She got exactly what I wanted people to get, and I was just oh, it was it was just wonderful. I love That's when that happens. That's awesome. I nice. Just, I love that. Yes, it, it was just like I just I love when people just get what I'm trying to say. It's so awesome. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! Just I just uh, you know it nothing nothing cooler when you're a writer than when somebody just gets what you're saying. It's yes. like success. <laughs> yes, um, that that feeling of aliveness, like ah, oh, my yes. I'm on purpose. You know, I'm living my purpose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. I hope that the listeners did as well, and I I hope that they will all go download. Go and download your ebook. Like I said, I I thoroughly enjoy the message, and I hope that they thoroughly enjoyed our conversation as well. And we'll we'll definitely have to find something else to talk about again. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki, and thank you everybody for listening. And yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. Definitely.
Definitely. So if you go to my website, go to www.readyforloveradio slash sexual fire and you'll find the replay and all of her all of Courtney's links and the link to get your free ebook. So we will definitely I'll definitely have you back. And listeners, awesome. I'll be with you next time on Ready for Love Radio. 